but thou hast been weary of me, O Israel. Thou hast not brought me the small cattle of thy burnt offering, neither hast thou honored me with thy sacrifices. I have not caused thee to serve with an offering, nor wearied thee with an increase. Thou hast bought me no sweet cane with money, neither hast thou filled me with the fat of thy sacrifices. But thou hast made me to serve with thy sin, thou hast wearied me with thine iniquity. Verse 25 says, I, even I am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. The word of God is already breathed. Let us pray. Father God, we bless you on today. Lord God, we are just grateful for another Sunday. Lord God, we ask that you would saturate this service today, God, with your presence. God, let your sweet Holy Ghost fill this room today, God. God, touch the preacher, the musicians. God, touch each and every individual that is sitting in the pews today, God. Those who are watching live at home right now, God. Touch their households right now, God. Let them have peace of mind on today, God. Let them have clarity of mind on today, God. Let nothing separate them from your worship on today. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Every heart said amen. Amen. Above, 
bringing those echoes of mercy. This is my story. Yes, it is. This is my song. Raising my Savior. All day long, this is my story. This is my song. Raising my Savior And this is my story This is my song Raising my Savior Every minute, every hour, every second. Praise God. This is my song. Y'all, we got to do it. Praising my Savior. Giving praise all day, all day. Every minute, every second of the hour. Praising my Savior. You got to give it to God. Praise it to God. He comes first. Praising my Savior all day long. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Let your say, man. Let your say man again. Amen. Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are so excited for your presence. For those of you who are worshiping in person and those who are with us online, we greet you with Jesus' joy this morning. We want to make mention of the following. Uh, the third Sunday in September, uh, where Sister Freddie Boyd, I don't see her. She's where is she? 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 Third Sunday, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, pictures for all ministry groups uh, will be taken the third Sunday uh, in September. Uh, pictures for all ministry groups will be taken for our church directory. We also want to make mention this Wednesday again, we will finish out our season of prayer at the six o'clock hour. We're going to invite you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, to pause where you are at six o'clock. Uh, to pray uh, as we pray in unison and we pray together on behalf of our faith community. We will resume our Zoom Bible study uh, the first Wednesday in the month of September. Uh, if you don't have those, those, that Zoom number, you can get that. Uh, we will certainly look forward to seeing you as we resume from our brief summer recess. Also, you, would you just do us a favor? I know many of you have been honoring uh, your pledges that you have made to Ebenezer, uh, you know what we have to do as we're raising our, the needed funds to, uh, for our renovation of our building. Uh, uh, the trustees have asked if you would be so kind as when you do that, if you could use these blue envelopes, if you can use these blue envelopes, that would be a great help to them. 
that would be a great help to them if you could use these blue envelopes. If you are watching online, you can uh, do it through the five different ways um, of giving. We would certainly greatly appreciate that. We have gotten many, many, many calls of support for what we're doing, and we're going to take it to the next level as we continue uh, to solicit your support in the work that God has given to our hands. We also want to wish well Minister King. Minister King will be preaching today um, at the New Heaven Missionary Baptist Church. He will be here for a few more minutes, but he will be heading over um, to the New Heaven Missionary Baptist Church and we pray God speed with him as he delivers the word. Amen? Oh, come on. Y'all can do better than that. I want to share this. I want to share this thank you card to the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family. Thank you so much for your love and support given to me for attendance uh, at the Black Church Music Conference. What an inspiring time of teaching and worship. God bless you all. Uh, you are very special, and I am especially grateful yours in Christ, Susan Anglin. Amen. Thank you for this card. Many of you blessed her and Stanley uh, to attend, and we thank God for that. Also, we got some wonderful folks that got birthdays uh, today and uh, this week. Sister Peak turns uh, 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 significant, and uh, Naomi uh, Campbell turns another significant milestone. Uh, Happy birthday to Patricia Butts, who turns whatever today. Praise the Lord. Uh, she's not here. She's celebrating, but uh, we know she'll tune in a little later. Um, uh, but for all of you who have birthdays, and congratulations to Evan uh, Person and Rochelle Person, or should I call Saint Rochelle, on 33 years of marriage, 33 years beginning the 34th year of marriage uh, for them. We praise God for them and their. And Reginald Jones is what is his what? Thirty fifth, sixth, seventh, sixth anniversary. His beautiful bride is here with him. Thirty six years. That's a that's a blessing, amen. Amen. We thank God for these wonderful, wonderful. Uh, congratulations to all of you for these wonderful reports of celebration and milestones. Amen. Let's continue with worship. Walking up the path to glory. 
Talk about a child who do love Jesus. He About a child who's been converted, here's one, here's one. Talk about a child who's been converted, here's one. Ever since I heard the God. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
can do better than that. Come on, put your hands together. I think you ought to honor people when they share their gifts. And that brother has an amazing, amazing voice and an amazing gift. And truth be told, if we were real honest, he could be sharing that gift somewhere else on somebody's stage, but he chooses to come and share it with us on his every available Sunday, on his every available Sunday. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And, and I believe we, we all do. I believe we all do. It's an amazing, uh, amazing time to hear that. It is offering time, church. It is offering time. It is that time of the service where you can get your best gift in your hand. Pastor Person has already gave his information, or I was about to say spiel, that too, information about uh, what you have committed to do. Y'all know we got to come up with $300,000. Guess what? We almost there, but we need y'all help. We need y'all help. We need y'all help. We need your help. That means not just you sitting here in the room, but those of you who are watching online, if you know somebody, watch this. You might know a millionaire that needs a good tax write-off. Tell them to call me. Tell them to call me. You might know somebody that needs a good tax write-off. This is a 501c3 organization. And look here, let me tell you right now, we will accept it. Amen. 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 We're trying to do some amazing things here, Uh, not only the restoration of this great, great, great place. But again, once we get that done, like I tell y'all every week, I'm going to stay it until it gets cold outside. The next thing we're going to do is get some air in this place. Amen. Just look at your neighbor and say air. Come on. Y'all didn't really, y'all didn't really mean it. Y'all didn't mean it. Y'all didn't mean it. <laughs> Amen. 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 On your screen, there are the five ways to give. You can give at ebonyfronsville.org. Just go to the Give Now button. You can go to the Give Now button. If you are giving uh, for our restoration project, just go under the Friends of Ebenezer or the FOE button as well, and you can give there. That way we keep everything separated and in order. Uh, You can give by mobile. Text to give, 312-779-0146. Again, 312-779-0146. If you want to give by mail or drop off your gift, you can do that as well. 4501 South Vincent Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 6065. If you want to give by Zelle, if you want to give by Zelle, it's 773-960-9028. I, I, I get tickled because he, he snuck to get him something like the camera didn't see you, but it's all right. It's, <laughs> it's all right. And you can give by Zelle again, 773-960-9028. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you in advance. Lord God, we thank you, God, that you continue to bless us even in spite of ourselves. God, we're asking right now, God, that you would allow us, God, to continue to grow in this space of our finances so that we can continue to do the work that you have set forth for us in this place. Now, God, bless both the gifts and the giver so that we may not only just do what you have us to do here, but we may even extend our reach far and beyond. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. We thank God for your generosity and for your continued support and for your stewardship here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, We have several names uh, that we'd like to lift in prayer as we prepare for altar call Uh, this morning. We are grateful to God that uh, Dr. Pam arrived back safely this morning from Virginia, and uh, we are grateful that she is home safe and sound. Uh, Our daughter is readjusted to her last, getting ready for her last year of school, and you know how it is. Mama had to be there to make certain that she was ready. So we thank God that uh, she's arrived back safely. Lifting um, these following names in prayer, Sister Lainey Ams, Lindsay Mayfield, we are continuing to pray for Marguerite Jones, Mother Reginald Jones, Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson. We're praying for Deacon Chester Coleman, lifting up Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore and Kenneth Sexton, the son of Vivian Peake. Praying for Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Reverend Mary Grant, who is here today, Sarah Billups, Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Gladys Evans, Janice Carr. We're praying for Reverend James Thompson and Albert Cheney, the son of Rita Cheney, Angela Williams, the daughter of Patricia Hatcher, and Glorine Driver, friend of Gail and Juanita Cooper. We're praying for David Pearson and Bernetta Pearson, the parents of Dr. Pamela Pearson. Praying for Michael Jones Jr. and Ty- Tyra Lawson, friends of Dorothy Gibson and family. We're lifting up Deacon James Smith in prayer. Sister Minnie Peggs, Ernestine Rowe, Carol Blevins, Tracy Hill, Chandler Hill, Laura Eddings, Jaleesha Eddings, Maisie Jordan, Cheryl Rose, the niece of Maxine Tolliver, Wanda Kimbrough, niece of Freddie Boyd. Lifting up Brother Rob Martin, Colleen Praying for Brother Michael Ross. And we're lifting up all of those who are requesting prayer. We never know when we will be on that list, on the list of those desiring prayer. And so we petition. We petition on behalf of others, petition God. We continue to pray for Natalie Dumas and in uh, for her continued healing in her battle. We're continuing to pray for all those who are sick among us. How many of you all know that God is a healer? I, I want for real folks. Don't just respond to the pastor's. I need some witnesses that that God can heal you. I I need some witnesses that God will give you strength and that God will encourage your heart. There's some witnesses in this building. There's some witnesses in this building. That that means some of y'all been through some things. 
That means you can testify. You know when we sing that song that he's brought us a mighty, mighty long way? You can, you can testify to that. And so all those of us who are here, I invite you to stand if you would like to intercede on behalf of others. Because you're not standing out of form or fashion. You're standing because you are a witness to what God can do. Oh, can I get some help here this morning? You're standing here because you know that you know that you know that you know what God can do. And what he's done for others, he can do the same thing for you. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful today as we stand here, God, on behalf of others and for ourselves. God, we stand here first just to say thank you. We don't want to utter a petition, oh God, without first saying thank you, oh God, because you have been so good to us. You have been better to us than we have been to ourselves. And we are so grateful for your grace and for your mercy, for your loving kindness that you extend to us, oh God. Even when the going is tough and difficult, God, you remind us of your goodness and your mercy. You remind us, oh God, that we can do all things through you who strengthens us. So God, we ask right now, we're lifting up those who are in sick rooms, God, those who are in hospitals, those who are in care facilities. God, touch as only you can touch, oh God. Have mercy as only you can have mercy, God, in the name of Jesus. God, somebody is standing on behalf of someone else who needs a financial breakthrough, oh God, that's looking for a a good job, oh God, looking for resources, God. Have your way, oh God. We believe in the power of prayer. We believe that you are able, oh God. You are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we could ever ask or think. So God, we ask you to have mercy. God, bless Bless God, we're asking God, bless Ebenezer in a special kind of way, oh God. God, we're asking, we're seeking you for favor, oh God, favor, oh God, favor, oh God, in places and spaces, oh God, as we seek to do this work, oh God, not only a re- renovation, but oh God, but also seek to do the work of evangelism and sharing the good news, oh God. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. Keep us obedient. Keep us, oh God, listening and following your direction, oh God. God, we're grateful just to be alive today. Just to see another day, oh God, because we know that tomorrow is not promised. And so, God, since you allowed us to see another day, oh God, and have allowed us to join in and be here for worship, oh God, we ask that you would have your way, oh God. Open our hearts, oh God. Open our minds so that we can receive you, oh God, so that we can get a word, oh God, that will cause us to go on to see what the end will be, oh God. God, we love you today. We love you today, oh God. We love you because you first loved us. God, we ask now that you would, you would take charge of the balance of this service, oh God. We ask, oh God, that when the word is preached, oh God, someone will come down that aisle asking, what must I do to be saved? They want to be a part of this fellowship, oh God, whether they come online or in person, oh God. We will be excited 
extending an invitation, an invitation to salvation. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for the beauty of this day. Thank you for these thy people, oh God. Bless them in a mighty way. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God. Your heart does the spirit control. You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest as you yield him your body and your an hour for another day, but at this moment with my arms outstretched, I need you to make a way, I need you now, I need you. Indeed, 
You're my best friend. I know I need. I stretch my hands to you. Come rescue me. Because I need you right away. Being alone, the fear of doing things all on my own, the test and the trials that come to make me strong. The feeling of guilt, hurt, shame, and defeat. The waves and the trials that beat upon me But to know, Lord, that in you I've got the victory I need you now Lord, I need you now I need you now Another second or another minute, not an hour or another day. I need you, Lord, right away. Come and rescue me, Lord. I need you, Lord, right now, right now. Stretch my hand to thee, come rescue me. I need you, Lord, right now. Isaiah 43, just one verse, the 25th. And this is God speaking. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. I want to speak from the subject remember no more. 
remembers our sins no more. You know, as one ages, there are a lot of things that change. There's the physical that changes, the outward and the inward. One of the things that changes as you age, particularly to our young people, Regina, is your memory goals. Can I get some help here? Memory and remembering is elusive. We know that the Bible talks a lot about what we as children of of God ought to remember. What do you mean, preacher? Well, we, 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 we ought to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's for the folk who are in the other building cleaning up when they should be in worship. We ought to remember our creator in the days of our youth. So when the days of trouble come, anybody know what happens? We will already know him. And we are to remember Lot's wife, who with longing eyes took a backward look while fleeing the fires of Sodom and was encased in a pillar of salt. A permanent reminder of the penalty for disobeying God's instruction. Memory is is just not a biological process. Memory is not just a function of the brain. Memory has to do with God who gave us memory and expects us to remember who he is and what he's done and what he requires and what he has promised. Today, though our focus is not on human memory, but it's on God's memory. And I don't know about you, Ebenezer, but it may surprise some of you to know that, that the God who gave us memory has memory also. What do you mean, preacher? God knows all about us. Everything that we have ever thought, everything that we have ever done, every word spoken or words thought but left unspoken. God reads our text messages and our Instagram posts, which means that God knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. God knows what we want him to know about us and what we don't want him to know about us. And you know, by the way, memory is also a blessing and a curse. 
Memory can push us forward or pull us backward. Memory can help or it can harm. Memory can be pleasant or unpleasant. Memory can heal and memory can hurt. Wonder today. How does that make you really feel? To know that there is no word that comes from our tongues, no thought that proceeds from our hearts, no feelings that flow from the deep recesses of our minds that God does not know. How does that make you feel? To really know that God knows. Oh, you might hide it from us. You may shield it from the pastor, but God knows. He knows. How would that make you feel? You know, when we say sometimes self-servingly that the Lord knows my heart, you know how we say that. We are saying more than we can ever imagine because what God knows is everything. And wouldn't it be wonderful if God's memory shut down daily? If, if God's memory only lasted a period of 24 hours, that, that would be nice. If, if by the time we wake up tomorrow morning, God's memory would have reset and all he knew about us from yesterday was wiped clean and erased. And for that matter, what if we could erase the memory of people that we have wronged? If by tomorrow morning they no longer remembered the unpleasant events that transpired the day before. Think about that. No, no arguments remembered. No hurtful words or spiteful deeds. Remember, if each day the slate was wiped clean, yesterday's page torn from the book of life, yesterday's text messages and unpleasant posts deleted, never to be retrieved. You see, we, we, we want God to remember the good that we do. Can I get some help here? You, you know the good that we do. You know the, the, the trips to the hospital to visit the sick. The, the number of times during the day we say praise the Lord. The, the, the help we've given to family members and, and friends, the young people, the, the elderly people that we have honored, how we have helped them across the street or went to buy their gro groceries. We want God to remember the deeds of kindness, the words of encouragement. We want to show God the plaques that line our walls, the citations for good works, the trophies of our accolades, the condemnations, commendations for exemplary service. We want God to see the gift that our company gave us upon our retirement. But what about the rest of God's memory? Which is why God speaks these words 
that were recorded by the prophet Isaiah. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. That's good news right there. Is there, is there, is there a witness in here? Now, now, we have to understand that in terms of volume that Isaiah, Isaiah is one of the most prominent and prolific uh, prophets, writers in the Old Testament. 66 chapters loaded with prophetic utterances. You, you, you know what they are, for, 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 for he tells of his temple vision which occurred the year the king Uzziah died, when he saw the Lord high and lifted up. And at the end, when the question came, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah answers, here am I, send me. Isaiah gave us a preview of the coming of the Messiah when he shouts, and Ebenezer knows this, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And then, and then he urges us to seek the Lord while he may be found. And call upon him while he is near. And then he wants us to know, why do you spend money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which satisfies not? And then he tells us, every mountain shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain may low. The rough places smooth and the crooked places straight because the prophet understands that God knows all about us. It's like we remember. God also remembers. Which is why the prophet takes a good look at Israel's plight prophet looks at Israel's sin. Though this passage is about God's memory, it's also about Israel's failed memory. What Israel failed as we do to do. What do you mean, preacher? Well, Israel failed to remember God's goodness. Israel became indifferent to God, tired of God. And I submit to you today, Ebenezer, we, we live in a culture where people today are easily tired. And I don't mean physically tired. They, they are easily bored. For our entrance in things is only, only momentary. We, we're, we're quick to get tired of that old cell phone. And when iPhone 12 and three quarters come out, people will stand in line in the cold and the rain around the block to get a new cell phone. We are quick to, to tire, uh, to, to, we are quick to tire uh, of something. We move on to something else only to get tired all over again. Because the truth of the matter is our attention span is short. We can't even sit through a sermon without candy crush. Some of y'all get that on the way home. 
Our thirst, our thirst, our thirst for entertainment is never satisfied. We, we want church to entertain us, but not engage us in a divine encounter with the true and living God. We, we want to come to church, be entertained, but not involved. And listen, we're, we're living in a culture now that the screens we watch offer us entertainment. And if we don't like what we see on the television screen, we change to another channel. And we go to another device because it's entertainment. We got screens at the gas station. Screens on our alarm system. Screens on our wrists. Our children are so obsessed with screens, we can't even get them to put the screen down to say hello. We're more inclined to watch what's on a screen than to walk outside and, and, and go to a park and, and go into the mountains to see the beauty of God in nature, the colorful leaves, the rolling hills. We'd rather see a screen than see the stars that twinkle in the darkness, the blue of the sky against gray clouds, the awesome sunrises and sunsets. We go through life viewing but never beholding because viewing something is less engaging than involvement. You don't have to invest in anything. All you got to do is view. But Ebenezer viewing is not enough. Israel had become bored with God, tired, tired, sick and tired of God's demands, fed up with God's thou shalt not, weary of God's call to loyalty and obedience to him. The people had abandoned God and turned to idols who could not save, who had not brought them from a mighty long way. They had forsaken the God of their mothers and their fathers, walked out on the God who had delivered them from bondage and carried them on eagles' wings through the dangerous desert into the land of promise flowing with milk and honey. It is as if they had used God to get where they wanted to go and to get what they wanted and then abandon the God who had been their protector and guide. I want real honest folks to answer this. How would you feel if you helped someone through difficult days, through the lean years, and through the challenges that they could not face alone, and once they arrived, they ditched you and kicked you to the curb? How would you feel? This, this is what the people had done to God, and God was angry and displeased. And for what made matters worse was that the very people he had loved were unremorseful and unapologetic. But thank God, the chapter begins with the words, but now. 
but now. Meaning that, that God wants to put the people's sins behind them, but now. But now means that, that we're ready for a fresh start. We're ready to press the reset button. We're ready to put the past behind us, says God. Let's, let's turn the page. Let's let bygones be bygones. You, you, you do know that there are some people who don't want to turn the page. They want to remain stuck. Stuck in old arguments. Stuck in old battles, stuck in old grudges, stuck. But now, but now means that God and the people have arrived at a better place. God says to his wayward people, even I even am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers them no more. Thank God for the but now. Before and after, before we were in a bad place, but now. Uh, and, and you see, the good news is that it is not Israel, but God who takes the initiative to restore the broken relationship. It wasn't the people, but it was God that initiates reconciliation. God takes the first step. God makes the first move. You know, somebody, I have learned somebody, somebody has got to take the first step. You know, in our relationship, somebody has got to make the first move. Somebody has got to say, we need to talk. God says, I'm going to take the first step, and I'm going to be the one who blots out your transgressions. Why? Because you cannot blot out your own transgressions. That's something only I can do, and I will make sure that your sins are not remembered. Well, I don't know about you, but that, that's good news. I am he who blots out your transgression. The word says all have sinned. You never get much, much feedback on that. I say all. That means you and me too. And you know, word, no, transgression, the word transgress means to pass over or beyond. It means to cross boundaries. God is saying you have transgressed, meaning you have pushed past my barriers. You have pushed past my commandments. And I know transgression is a, is a big word there, but so there is another word that, that God uses. It's called sin. It is the nature of sin to get between God and us. You see, Satan puts up a barrier between God and us. The enemy separates us from God. Satan tells us that we're not accountable to God, that we can live life any way we please and live it any way we want. Ain't no heaven and ain't no hell. The enemy tells us that we can be happy without God and that we don't have to go to church because we got a scream. 
Now, don't get me wrong. We have virtual worship, and we're doing it in an appropriate way. We can, we can watch church, but not worship in church. Satan fools us into believing that we can stay home and be in church at the same time. Or that we could be satisfied viewing church rather than being in church. After all, it's convenient. Y'all missed that. It, 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 it's convenient. Now, we, we did it because there was a pandemic, and we're going to continue to do it. But, but if you're able... Because I do see you at Walmart. I, I do see you at grocery store. Okay. I do see you at the boat. I'm passing out tracks. But you want to talk to me about convenience? Convenience? Jesus left the convenience of the celestial realms and temporarily gave up his seat at the right hand of the Father. You, you want to talk about convenience. He came down to earth and put up with trifling human beings and suffered the indignity of the cross to save us from our sins. And you want to talk about convenience. You mean he came all the way down? And we can't travel a few miles. The Lord is saying, I even, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. For my own sake, meaning for the sake of who I am. What do you mean, preacher? For the sake of God's name. You, you see, names, names are important to us, which is why parents spend a whole lot of time choosing the name of a child because one name has to do with one's identity and one's destiny. And generations past, when we were coming along, it, it was important to have a good name and not to bring shame or disgrace on your family name because whatever you did reflected on the name. The Bible even says a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor, rather than silver and gold because it's about the name. God says, I'm going to do this to protect my name. When Moses is about to go into Egypt to demand the release of the, of the captives uh, from bondage. He asked God, when the Israelites ask me who sent me, who shall I say? Because I don't know your name. And the Lord says, tell them, I am who I am. This is my name forever, the name by which I will be remembered from generation to generation. It's all about the name. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and advises him to take Mary as his wife, the angel said, she shall bring forth a son, 
and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You, you want another name. When, when Peter and John were at the gate called Beautiful and a beggar wanted some money, Peter and John said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Rise up. There's power in the name. And so and so God's name is important to God. God's name extols God's character. It extols his integrity, his reputation. And God is saying, I'm not going to disgrace my own name. The reason I'm going to blot out your transgression, says the Lord, is because of who I am. And what I do. And I must be true to who I am for the sake of my name. For I am righteous, but I'm also merciful. I'm a God of wrath, but I'm also a God of love. I get angry sometimes, but I'm also kind and compassionate for my name's sake. I'm going to blot out your transgression for the sake of who I am. And this is the best part, church. And remember your sins no more. And remember your sins no more because God's memory remains, but he remembers our sins no more. You ever hear people say, I'll forgive, but I won't forget? I'm so glad that forgiveness does not mean that the wrongdoing never happened. Forgiveness means that God does not hold your past against you. Isn't that good news this morning? I'm glad that God don't hold no grudge. I'm glad that God don't keep a record of my wrongs. I'm glad that God doesn't keep a ledger of my misdeeds. I'm glad that God chooses not to remember my faults because if the, if he remembered our faults, this church would be empty right now. I'm so glad that God chooses for his name's sake to let the past be the past. Abraham, you placed your wife Sarah in a compromising position, but we're still going forward to the promised land. Jacob, Jacob, you deceived and manipulated your father, but I'm still going to change your name from Jacob to Israel. Rahab, you prostituted yourself to support your family, but when Israel's armies descended upon the city, you and your family would be saved. Peter, in the courtyard, you denied me not once, but three times, but you will become my chief apostle. Paul, you journeyed to Damascus to intimidate the church but I'm going to make you an apostle to the Gentiles. That's why Paul said, if anyone be in Christ, I said, if anyone be in Christ, that anyone means you and me. If anybody, anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature for all things all have passed away and all have become new. 
I don't know about you this morning, but I'm so glad what he did for you and me. I'm so glad because it all because of all of what he did leads to Calvary. Because when Jesus died, he bore our sorrows. He took our sins and blotted out our transgressions. Can I get a witness this morning? He was wounded to heal our wounds. He was bruised for our iniquities. And he remembers them no more. Because I stopped by to let you know uh, that Jesus, uh, the Lamb of God, uh, Jesus, uh, the Lily of the Valley, uh, Jesus uh, paid it all. uh, And all uh, to him I owe. uh, Sin has left uh, a crimson stain, uh, but he washed it. uh, He washed it uh, white as snow. Aren't you glad this morning he remembers our sins no more? Freed us from the penalty of sin. Washed us in his blood. Cleansed us from all unrighteousness. I don't know about you, but I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Bought with a price. For Jesus has changed my whole life. If anybody asks you who I am, uh, tell them uh, I've been redeemed. Have you been redeemed? Have you been redeemed? Thanks be to God, I am redeemed. The Word of God. For the people of God and all of God's people said, Amen. We're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here that wants to move on that word, knowing that he will remember your sins no more. As the choir, I ask the musicians come before us. We're going to open the doors of the church. today. You can come as a new convert. You can come by letter. You come based upon Christian experience. We're extending an invitation to you to join with us here. We would love to welcome you to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Come on, Javel. Come on, come on, come on, brother. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Speak to my heart. Is there another? Is there another? Holy Spirit. Have a seat right there. Give me the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there another? Is there another? Earth on the wings of the morning. Our gospel will fade away. Speak to my heart. Is there another? Speak to my heart. Doors of the church open. Come on, pray, church. Pray, church. Speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. 
speaks in my heart, Lord. And give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, then I know what to do. I won't go alone. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide. Let your word abide. Speak to my heart, Lord. Give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, then I know what to do. I won't go alone. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide. Let your word abide. Speak to my heart, Lord. And give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, then I know what to do. I don't go on my own. Let your spirit guide. Let your word abide. Speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. Ebenezer. We have Javel Hawkins before us. He has been before us before, but this time he's coming requesting baptism. Amen. Amen. Let's just say amen. Javel, we know that the Lord wants to work in your life. And we thank God for you. And we pray that God will continue to bless you and guide you and direct you. You are part of a wonderful family. They're going to walk alongside of you. One of the things that Javel said, JaVale said in Sunday school, he asked, how do you grow? How do you learn? By doing first this. But also, by being amongst a group of believers who will be your brother and your sister and will help you to grow. Because the good news is, don't none of us know everything up in here. And we all trying to make it to heaven. Heaven is our goal. And so we, are, we, we celebrate. Celebrate your presence in Sunday school. And we thank God for God moving upon your heart to come down here. And so we're going to take him to the water. I said we're going to take him to the water to be baptized. And then we want to welcome the Ebenezer. Our deacons, our deacons, where's neighbor, will be getting with you, letting you know. And I, I, I ain't got nothing to do first Sunday, do you? We can baptize first Sunday. All right. All right. Welcome to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. God bless you. My heart, Lord, give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, 
Then I know what to do. I won't go alone. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide me. Let your word abide. my own Lord. Everybody standing to their feet. Your holy word. Put your hands together. Did I know what to do? I won't go alone. Come on, come on. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide. Let your word of speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you for his father with exceedingly great joy. So the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Speak to my heart. My Lord. And give me your holy word. Come on, come on. Let your spirit guide. Let your word.